GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going back to Greendale with four amazing guests from the chilling adventures of Sabrina. So without further ado, let's go down to the Academy of Unseen Arts and see who we find. Our first guest is an actor and singer whose credits include My Dead Ex, The Sex Lives of College Girls, and Wicked Enigma. Today, they joined us to discuss the role of Nicholas Scratch. Please welcome Gavin Leatherwood. Hey, Gavin, you're muted. I don't know why. Hi, everyone. Hey, how you doing, young man? <laughs> doing very, very well. Happy to be here. Oh, glad to have you here. And yes, I just found out a, 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 a happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. 27. I'm looking forward to this year. Life's been life's been nice and good. Well, indeed so. The past 18 months have been a little tricky for most of us, but I think we see the light at the end of the tunnel and we are heading there as a society and a world. So let, let's hear it for medical technology. <laughs> oh, yeah. That. Absolutely. Gavin, glad to have you here and, and, and many happy returns. <laughs> and our next guest. Absolutely. Oh, please don't call me sir. I'm not that old, much older than you. All right. <laughs> she is an actress whose body of work includes The 100, The Owl House, and The Emoji Movie. Today she joins us to discuss the role of the leader of the Weird Sisters, Prudence Knight. Please welcome Tati Gabrielle. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Patty? I am well. I am in my corner of the world here in Orlando, Florida, uh, land of ears and all that fun stuff. Um, I I like the art you got behind you. That's uh, that's you. really nice. Art wall. Hey. Very, a very lovely ensemble. This is what this is one thing that I love about this format we've created. Uh, we get we get to see people's art and meet their pets. Yes, I have two. So you can meet them if you'd like. <laughs> Any time they run on in and you want to introduce them to our audience, we would love to meet them. Okay. All right. It's a deal. And thank you for joining us today. But uh, I really, I'm so glad to have you all here. But let me get the rest of the gang out and then we'll talk plenty mm. about that. And our next guest is roles include Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Katie Keen, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Today, though, he joins us to discuss the role of the Dark Lord of Hell, Princess of Lives, and Sabrina Selwyn's biological dad, Lucifer Morningstar. Please welcome Luke Cook. Hey, everyone. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? I'm very well, mate. Very well. Oh, so glad to have you here. How are things in your corner of the world? Uh, LA's great. LA's opening up. It's feeling good. I'm a, pretty much a full-time dad now, which I'm very much enjoying. A um, lot more poo than I usually deal with. Um, <laughs> well, like, just double the amount, really. But, um, uh, are you sure? I mean, you are in Hollywood. There's a lot of that goes around. Well, I'm in West Hollywood, so we oh. avoid All right, well, there you go. <laughs> well, look, so glad to have you here, and let's bring out our final guest. She is an actress with a tremendous body of work that includes Homeland, War of the Worlds, and, of course, the Lord of the Rings series. Today, she joins us to discuss the role of High Priestess and possibly the last character on TV that still smokes, Zelda Spellman. Please welcome Miranda Otto. Hi. Morning hey, for me, but I got it's afternoon for you guys. Oh, yes, indeed. And uh, you're on the other side of the world, correct? I certainly am. I'm at the bottom of the world down here. Well, you have, you have every right to consider that it to be the top, and I'm at the bottom in our side hemisphere. But, you know, it's, <laughs> okay. it's all good. Miranda, how are you? 
I'm good, thanks. Very good. Enjoying my time away, uh, but hoping to get back to LA very soon. Indeed, uh, indeed. And um, I just got to say this. I mean, thank you so much for uh, for your contribution to the Lord of the Rings series and that role, oh. which uh, to to my lady friend was very important to her. She uh, uh, that's her favorite character series. She grew up to it. And she says fantasy's first and best uh, uh, female empowerment character. And she uh, from from her lips to through mine to yours, she thanks you. Oh, thank you. Well, I think we have to thank Tolkien because he wrote such a great character. So I was super lucky to be a part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. As and as you're all lucky to be a part of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And thank you all for joining us here on the GalaxyCon virtual stage to talk about it. Our team is going through the chat room right now, pulling out the questions for us. In the meantime, I'd just like to throw this out. Um, this show it can be pretty wacky at times with the effects and it has some interesting costumes, fascinating sets. What was the craziest uh, moment each of you may have had on the set, uh, uh, involving either effects, makeup, uh, wardrobe, uh, anything that anything visual that makes this show so miraculous? Who wants to go the first? Craziest. <laughs> have you got something, Gav? Um, I mean, I I've got a real vivid memory that makes every every job since then or every scene since then feel like a breeze. Where. Kiernan and I were filming like a walk and talk scene um, and it was right after we had, uh, Ambrose had like rescued us from King Arid and exploded his guts all over us. And we were covered, covered oh, yeah. in like this nasty, goopy, thick molasses. And we smelled syrupy and like breakfast. And it was the scene that immediately precedes that big battle scene. So it's, it's Kiernan and I walking along this path and we're out in the middle of the wilderness on some beautiful dirt road out in like in front of someone's property. And and we're just getting like eaten alive by mosquitoes covered in sticky stuff at 4 a.m. And it was the day that my mom came to visit set and she was like, your job is so weird. It was the same day <laughs> we shot the wrestling scene, Luke, where you and I were we started our day covered in oil wrestling and rolling around with each other. Yes. That was a gnarly one too, man. I'm not gonna lie. That was very physically physically taxing. Yes. Uh, that, it was yeah, so that's... gross too that Matt was so dirty. My tattoos <laughs> kept getting rubbed off on your big pectoral muscles. Oh, every I don't think that sounds wonderful. I don't know how this sounds terrible at all. <laughs> what, uh, what what a, what a day from for a visit from mom. Point of view, Tati. <laughs> um, uh, I was. What was that thing that we wrestled in? What's that called? I forget. But I, the I, I had a configuration. The Acheron. I had yeah. a scene. Oh, yeah. I had a scene, which is actually Nick Scratch's colon. Um, but right. I I had a scene with Richard where they they used to where they used to squirt like. Um, like white liquid over the top and it would drip down as you're in the scene, right? So they'd go, okay, uh, getting ready. And these guys would go around and squirt white stuff on the roof so that it was dripping down as you're in the scene. And so one time, and they had these syringes that they would squeeze and the white stuff would go up. Anyway, so we're about to call action. This guy squeezes it. It goes up, lands on my shoulder. They call action and I walk into the scene. <laughs> I was like... I was like, so Didn't lucky to look like my face. Giant, because, like giant snot. A giant, giant It was like Richard. Richard was sick that day. And we were like, come on, we need to like get through for Richard. 
And so there was no way I was calling Kat. There was no way I was like saying, hey guys, I was just like, let's just do it. And I just walked right in. It was so funny though. And then in, by the way, this is Cindy, uh, my chihuahua. Oh. She's very scared of everything. She's a rescue. Oh. Couldn't hold eye contact to save her life. If only she knew how many people were looking at her right now. Right. <laughs> she would lose her bowels for sure. Right along. <laughs> oh, adorable, adorable. So, who's who's got another uh, 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 adventure or misadventure on on the set? Uh, that's so hard. I mean, the only thing that I can think of, I mean, I remember when I had to, to Gavin's point of, we always have to do very strange things for our job. When I had to take that milk bath, that buttermilk bath, that was not milk at all. It was paint thickener. It was paint thickener. A little bit of food thickener and like something else. Uh, oh, and hot water. And just, I remember just between every scene, there is true guy, Matt, miss him, love him. Matt would just come in between every every take, and like I ha I would have to put my legs in during the scene. So when I took them out to start out, Matt would just come and like wipe my legs down. And it just became very normal for Matt to just come in and just wipe my legs. <laughs> that was strange and then lovely. Uh, um, what a what an awful job! Oh man, <laughs> you're getting bathed. You're getting bathed yeah. for your work, it was, man. It was honestly really great. I was getting bathed by Karen, bathed by Matt. It was it was a day of luxury. Uh, the paint thickener, though, that just seems weird. It wasn't. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was going to smell weird and things, too. I really wanted buttermilk. I really thought, I hoped for it, that they would get milk, but no. You know, why didn't they actually use milk? Like, would it just, like, get really stinky? I think either that it would curdle yeah. or that it would get yeah. cold. Like too right. fast, I'd be, and I was like, but by right. that point, I would be like climatized to it, so it wouldn't have wouldn't right. have mattered. But and also, it's expensive, like more expensive than paint thickener and food thickener. I think. <laughs> Is it just getting a bunch of jugs of milk? And you could offend the vegans. I don't know if you remember, like some like the blood. They didn't use like actual blood because uh, we didn't want to offend vegans. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. That's beautiful. Molasses stickier. Yes, that's what it was. <clears throat> Smells better. Smells a lot better. Well, yeah, it's well, mosquitoes. A... Mosquitoes love love, love molasses. Oh, and love it. You, you found that out the hard way, huh? <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember waking up with like bites all all up and down the ankle. I don't usually get bit. I feel like my blood's not too sweet, and like when other people are getting bit, I feel like I avoid it. But those Vancouver bugs um, out in the Great Canadian Wilderness. When they when they smell something sweet, they're gonna eat it. And that molasses was sweet, man. Yeah, I remember one time I was in the woods with Kieran and doing a scene, and they I got both of my legs got bit up so bad, and I have like an allergic reaction to the mosquitoes in Vancouver. So my legs just look it looked like there were lesions all over oh. my legs. Tops, I, I feel really like I, re I remember that too. Yeah, like from that point on, they like had to spray me with bug spray anytime we went outside. I felt like a kid in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup, ups, bed All right, you guys. Uh, uh, Miranda, do you have any uh, interesting tales from the set? 
Oh my gosh. Um, I, I mean, I was thinking on the special effects thing, like the the toughest stuff we did really, like Lucy and I did all that aging stuff early on where we were playing. I think it was like in episode three or four. It was super early on. And that took a really long time. Like the, the, the oldest one took like four hours. So, and there's lots of like stretching of your face and sticking spoons in your mouth to like pull the skin out and then, oh, that that was hardcore wearing that stuff on your face all day. And I think I think I think I was really sick during one of those times too. Yeah, when we were out shooting it. Where was that place we used to shoot in the beginning and then we stopped going there? There was like a whole little town thing. What was uh, that? Border town. Border town. That's right. Yeah, that place. I was glad we stopped going there. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. I loved Border Town. Wow. I was really sick out there, so I, I think I, no. I went off no. like it. I liked it when they built the set. Was that where Cerberus Books Store was? No. No. That no. Town. That was just that was more like in a town section of Vancouver okay. somewhere. I don't know if I Border went to Border Town. We really had the church. The church, yeah. Yeah, oh, where the church was. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. that was. I remember that. Okay, I was like my second day of work. I remember going out there and being like, "Whoa, this oh. is madness!" But it was it was a lot to navigate. That's why it was kind of a tricky place, right? Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And then they eventually built the church on the soundstage, which probably made everything a lot easier. Could you imagine shooting those big scene days with like with like uh, Chance's execution, Ambrose's execution, oh, God. filming that scene? out there in that day yeah would have been that madness yeah getting everybody in that because that church was tinier than the one that they ended up building in the studio yeah that play and it was hard to get in and out of too i remember yeah. it was very it was really small was, oh my yeah. god you remember when we almost got flooded in does anybody else remember that yeah, when, yeah. that was like Corey, Corey. call it yeah he came out so calm he's like everybody Okay, I don't want anybody to be alarmed, but we need to evacuate immediately. Like, and I was like, oh, now, people, we need to go. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. this is serious. Yeah, the level point. of calmness of that announcement means, like, that's how much more freaked out you should be. Right. Like, I don't want you to panic, but I need you to leave right now. It's like, we need to get the out of here, you know? <laughs> Attention passengers, please leave your seatbelts on. Just <laughs> like turbulence on it. So, oh gracious. Well, that's wow. Um, yeah, flooding, flooding. Yeah, fl uh, flooding will do it. So, we are going to go to our audience questions though. So, let's go ahead and roll our first one. And this comes from Alma, who wants to know if the real life you could date any character from the show, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, I got it. Good. Nicholas <laughs> all day. Whomst? Nicholas Scratch all oh, day. Baby. Oh, baby. He's a bad boy, yeah. but he's sweet. Oh, love it. Nicholas you Scratch. Know, I got to admit, I got a thing for the bad girls, too. It might be Prudence. She's sassy. <laughs> she keeps things exciting. She's not your average girl. She's powerful and strong independent you know i feel like she'd have her own thing going which is beautiful prudence might be a good a good match but 
you know, Nick Scratch has got to obviously ship the whole life with Sabrina Spellman. But I mean, me I mean, personally, I don't is afraid though of coming in there and you know, no, yeah, no, definitely we shouldn't not. do that. We should do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, Luke. Well, I, okay. I wanted to hear from Miranda first. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Miranda. He put you on the spot. <laughs> put me on the spot. Oh, look. I'm I'm gonna go with Madam Satan because I think that would be pretty hilarious. I mean, like you'd be definitely playing with fire with that one. But if it's just dating, I reckon that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I would date the three, the three weird sisters at the same time. Wow. <laughs> well, that's your style. That's Anything but humble. <laughs> Fair. Alba, uh, thank you. Great question. Start us off with what's next. Here's one from Buffy. If you could choose any other familiar, which animal would it be? Hmm. A white hawk. Gavin means white hawk in Welsh. I've always wanted that to be my Ooh. spirit animal. There have been a couple of times late at night um, uh, where I was convinced that a big white bird was actually a omen or spirit guide of some sort. So I'm convinced that maybe maybe that's my familiar in, in actual life. Um, it's yeah. a, it's a big it's a big ass white bird. That's who it is. Right on. That's a man who loves himself, right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like the opposite of Cindy, my dog. Cindy, <laughs> like like, like a gorgeous white hawk, like this guy. <laughs> so yours would be a teeny oh. tiny little chihuahua. That's Mine's not even an animal. My spirit animal, my familiar, would be Tigger the Tiger. Tigger oh. the Tiger, I love that. The like that's my, that's that's it. That's my spirit animal. That's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. No explanation needed, honestly. Bounces <laughs> <laughs> what tigers do best. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I would right. take a leopard. I just Ooh. like big cats. Wow. Yeah. Anything else. Cats. I'll take the leopard. A regular leopard or a snow leopard? Regular leopard. All right. I like the coloring more. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, what about you, Tati? Yeah. I would also go in the cat family. Black Panther yeah. is usually what I yeah. think. What I think of always felt weird animal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, no one ever picks platypus. Uh, Buffy, great question. <laughs> Thank you so much. What do we have next? Here's Rob from uh, Teodora. What do you like to do with your spare time? I like to go over to Luke's house in LA and have dinner with him. Yeah, he does. He likes to do that. I do. He, he doesn't. That's not what he likes to do in his spare time, but that's what I like to do in my spare time. Because yeah. I don't have to cook or clean or anything. I show up empty-handed and he takes care of me. It's really, I, I, it's really nice. Now, um, does he cook or do you like order takeout or delivery? Or? Let me tell you something about one of Luke's many talents. Uh, he's got a Traeger, which if 
if if you let him, he'll talk about for a very long time. <laughs> and we probably shouldn't, but he smokes his meat for like I don't know how long you do it. You start it in the morning and then you're like done by the evening. Yeah, I, I do think you've done longer. That's my jam. But oh, holy mm, like the best the best of meats are, are coming from are coming so from Luke. Over. Okay. I'm coming over. How do you work yeah. anytime you want? What's uh what's your go-to uh wood? Um like mesquite or I don't really I don't really I've never met mixed met mess with cherry or apple. You can do that, but I've not not really gone there yet. Okay. Um but I just love the I like the ease of it. Everyone always praises you for it. And it's like I literally salted and peppered it, put it in, left it for twelve hours, came out and pulled it out, and everyone's like, Wow, how did you do this? Well, you got to maintain it. You got to make sure the temperature is consistent. It's not like the oven where you can literally walk away. And, yeah, True. So. There's a labor but no skill. A labor but no skill. But I do love it. And I'm glad that, uh, that Gavin likes to do that in his spare time. He's very welcome. So is Tati. So is Miranda. So are you, Patty. We don't even know each other, but you're welcome over here. Look, uh, uh, br brisket, pork, whatever you got on there. Uh, uh, I'm down. Done, done, and done. So, Taddy, what's your uh, what's your spare time activity? Um, well, cause I feel like I didn't, haven't had much time lately. But like <laughs> playing with my playing with my my animals. Um, I just got a parrot about three two or three months ago. Do you guys want to see it? Yes, yes. please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God, a ferret. No, a parrot. parrot. Oh, a parrot. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, blow, blow her up so we can get a good look at the parrot. This, right. is, this is Basquiat. Mm. Oh. Can you see the people? you see the people? Wow. And does parrot travel with you? Does Basquiat travel with you when you're working? No, not yet. You gotta figure out That's how to beautiful. make that work, but I'm not sure. But so it's good. not really looking good as of right now. It's very hard to travel. Right. Yeah. Great coloring. He's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I love that you just grabbed that beak like it was it's not like it's not capable of biting the crap out of your finger. The thing the thing is he he like does not bite hard at all. Like oh, really? A very gentle he's a very gentle guy he gets a little like nippy well he'll like strike but he won't bite oh wow. yes just when he's annoyed he'll just like he does this little bob and weave thing it's really cute he looks really chill with you how long you had him um i bought him in january but i didn't take him home right. until march right yeah he just looks with you he's lovely I've had him since he's only about seven months old. I met him when he was two months. Wow. So like when I bought him, I would go to the, the shop every day and like go and sit with oh. him. Oh, a nice little acclimation. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, sweet guy. Hey. So Tati learns telepathy with animals in her spare time. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, that's, oh, it's so, so we got one Chihuahua, one parrot so far. Let's see what else we got. So, Miranda, <laughs> what's cockroaches in this hotel room? <laughs> what's your uh, what's your what's your spare, spare time? time activity? Yeah, you know, like normally I would say travel. I just love traveling. I love going new places, but that's kind of been thwarted lately, so I haven't done much travel. 
But um, we recently got a dog, so I do. We have a dog that is um, half Kelpie, half Border Collie, big dog, rescue dog, Um, adorable, but super, like, super, super um, exuberant, like, wants to jump over everybody, a lot of energy. So I've been spending a lot of hours in the park running with the dog and, you know, throwing sticks and um, teaching the dog to behave with other dogs. Damn, the border collies are made, made they're sheep dogs, you know, they're made to be running yeah. around like crazy. Yeah. They are working dogs. Yeah. 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 It's 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 like whenever I see somebody here in Florida with a husky or a Malamute, it's like ah, that's we're not really the right part of the world for that. I'm sure you have having no. fun with them, but I, yeah. yeah, more power to you. Yeah, I don't know what Ziggy's gonna make of LA when when, when she comes. Like, oh my goodness we're gonna bring her over but like she's like a big dog for la wow yeah oh start a start uh start an instagram blog uh your journeys with them and uh yeah because uh, <laughs> that'll be Find fun. big parks miranda yeah, I know. We need some really big marks. Yeah. Teodora, thank you. Wonderful question. And what do we have next? From Leslie, if you could cross over the TV show universe with Sabrina, what show would it be? Supernatural. I feel like could do. I mean, it's an easy crossover. The Office. That would be awesome. <laughs> that that is Sabrina cool. and Michael Scott just getting into some shenanigans. Yes. I imagine like Sabrina like wants to head some sort of plan, and like Michael Scott really wants to help, and like and Dwight and- gets involved, and Michael doesn't want want her to. It'd be great. Yeah, it could be good. I think there's potential in there. Just because it's friend fret. I was going to say French in my mind because it's fresh in my mind. Like imagine Homeland and Sabrina where this little teenage <laughs> you can solve like worldwide terrorism. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, guys, if you believe it, we can change it. <laughs> She's sitting in an interrogation room with a terrorist. Like you need to stop. I'm serious. And then Ross and Jazz come behind her. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to cross over with something really different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe something definitely. from the past. Hmm. Historical yeah. show. My go-to is always Doctor Who because Doctor Who can go theoretically anywhere, so he could theoretically the uh, he or she. Yeah, we have now Michelle, could, so. could pop in. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, Michelle. Yeah, so nice. Leslie, fun question. Thank you so much. Uh, what do we have next? From Aaron, who had the best, most uplifting presence on the set? Kiernan. Kiernan. I would say Keeks or Jazz. Yeah, I didn't work. Jazz definitely, but I didn't work as much with her. That I, you know, I worked so many days with Kiernan. And like, she, there was just nothing would bring that girl down. She's amazing. Yeah, great That's how I talk about it too. She's very much a, yeah. lead, like a leader. Yeah. And did yeah. If she wasn't going to get down, then you had no right to get down. No. She was there no. all day as well. Like, she had yeah. the least amount of off days. And I mean, she was doing scenes with herself 
which is like yeah. absolutely what it sounds like. It's double the work. And for her to be smiling yeah. through that, like people right. grumble over a lot less, you know, and it's funny that, yeah. you know, um, yeah, she was a stud. She was a stud. I used to love watching them come up to her and say, you know, we're going to be like, you know, we don't have hot water, so we're going to be drenching you in cold water in in a you know a satin nightgown at three a.m. in the middle of winter in the forest, and you're going to be going from one unit to the other one. You're working an eighteen-hour day, and she'd be like, "Amazing, right? <laughs> so game, so game." <laughs> I love showbiz. Never complain. I've never seen Cookie angry or irritated. No. Yeah. Very awesome. Aaron, thank you. Fun question. And let's roll another one. Here's one from Gabriella. What was the funniest moment on the set for each of you? Oh, you know what just immediately came to my mind, Miranda? Top dog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize it was saying it. And I must have said it so many times. <laughs> oh, no. Great. It's from an old Australian TV show, a prison <laughs> show about women in prison. And the woman who was the leader of it this was this woman B, and she was the top dog in the prison. And so it's like it's a it's a term here, top dog. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> cell block H. <laughs> it was so great because it wouldn't stop either. Like Miranda had yeah. one line. And the line was um, competing for top boy. And she just kept saying top dog. And the first time it wasn't really funny. She just was like, oh, shoot, uh, let's go back. And then she just kept saying top dog <laughs> relentlessly, like could not stop saying it. it. And all of us were just rolling about it. <laughs> it was a serious thing. I've learned it that way. It's like just we so serious. So you want to be Dog. It was so, God, it's so great. It's so weird how it's like the simplest of things that are really funny. Like, like something yeah. like that. It's just like it's so it's so small, but like you you go throughout a day like and you start becoming a little delirious, and then something as <laughs> yeah. simple as that can just throw you for such an odd curveball. Set is a weird place like that where I usually found like yeah, three o'clock in the afternoon, up. somewhere around three or four o'clock is the hour where just things just seem ridiculously funny. Like <laughs> and there like were a lot there's of a lot of tiredness after lunch or something yep. where suddenly like things are just really more amusing than they should be. Um one of the funny things to me was um when Chance was he would like always eat everything on set and he committed to eating this peanut butter in this thing and then we did like so many takes and he had to keep doing it and doing it and I could just see him getting greener and greener he's <laughs> <laughs> like rookie move like he like moved in on the rascals into eating that peanut butter and then by the time we sort of shot everybody and getting around to his stuff he was still having to eat it like but he, but he managed it. Lisa, I, I was, I, one of my funniest moments was watching Chance insist that he would slide into this scene of which it had everybody in it. And <laughs> he kept sliding in and every time he did it, it was funny. And it got to a point where it was funny for no reason anymore. It was like, I don't know why we're laughing. But I was like... <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, I, I can't, they're laughing. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got a little bit in trouble for not holding it together that day. 
<laughs> that was also, a long day too. Read-throughs. The read-throughs when, when other people would, like when you stood in for Richard, Luke, and then Richard stood in for, like other people would read other people's parts and then take them off. And everyone was so good at that. Yeah. You're just an amazing Hilda. Just such a great Hilda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. Gabriella, thank you. Very fun question. What do we have next? Hey, from Theo, how often did you agree with your character's decisions? I didn't really know there was an option to. Right. <laughs> I was like, whatever my character's doing, I got to stand by it because I have to understand why my character is doing it. Um, maybe only in retrospect can you look back and be like, what a dummy for, you know, doing that thing and like for, you know, convorting with sex demons. Why, why, man? Why cope with that? You know, but at the time, I think, I don't, I don't know, personally, I'm trying to look at the reasoning why the character is doing it as opposed to fighting that. You got to trust the writers in that, in that. Well, like what else I could be doing. Right. I just don't think that way. Yeah. I'm like, why am I, why am I just doing something else? Imagine I forgot to the writers. <laughs> because then we set. have no story. <laughs> and then we can all go home because we won't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing about, if all, if all fictional characters acted as smart uh, then there'd be no conflict and no conflict there'd be no drama without no drama no story yes yeah. right. yeah so a lot of a lot of fiction hinges on somebody making a mistake uh, at some point and, and blowing up from there but uh yeah theo thank you though good question take it out uh, when we get the writing staff here we'll, we'll we'll ask them uh what do we have next from two shy shy which character is the most deserving of a spinoff mm. Hmm. I mean, I just have to say Lucifer. I mean, I pitched it to, I was thinking LA, like he, Lucifer comes to LA as a lawyer. Have they already done that? And joins yeah, the LA. I don't think so. Can he investigates crimes. And he falls in love with the other detective and like he kind of shows his good side and then he does, he's not all bad. I think that there's something there. Hmm. What about Melvin, teenage witch? <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing! I want to I mean, follow Melvin around well, and see how his life is like. More like Melvin, the misadventures of Melvin. <clears throat> That's pretty good. What was the scene where he came in with those pearls? He was holding those pearls, and he came, and then he like fell he over and dropped so them. So hard. <laughs> he did it so hard. But you know what's funny is he didn't drop a single pearl. No, that's right. He didn't drop the pearl. He, just he, he made sure that he kept them all up, but he hit his butt nice and good. Oh, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I think he deserves a spinoff. I think that would be I, cute. I agree. I agree. I always kind of kind of wanted Nick Scratch and Ambrose to, like, go off and, and fight demons together, too, because I, I felt like they had a lot of, like, coolness factor, and I wanted more scenes with those two characters together, but it was mostly like, there was a lot of like us discussing how to stop the world. I wanted us to like have an epic fight scene or something, but mm. I know he would get into it too. He would be throwing his body all over the place, craving to do his own stunts. 
he we would have like a fist fight scene, and he'd be like, "Actually, punch me, do it." <laughs> he would never walk into a scene. He either like trips, runs, yeah. falls yeah. from a tree. It would Twins. make it so exciting. There would never be a dull moment on set, not one. Yes. Yep. I, I I had another actor. So no, really hit me. No, really, really hit me. Am I? I'm okay. Ow, that's too hard. Am I? Yeah, what you I do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with a slap, but a punch I feel like is never safe to ask for. You know, I told Kieran that it's okay for her to actually spit on my face the day that I was discovered to be working for Lucifer. Mm. And as soon as I told her it, I was like, it'll be fine. We'll do a couple takes of her spitting in my face. And then it was a, a day where I went home feeling like absolute crap and smelling like saliva. Um, oh. saliva, just all, all over. That's just a side note, but I just, you know, thought I'd bring up the fact that Kiernan has spat on my face multiple times. The things we do for our craft. Yep. <laughs> Too shy, shy. Thank you. Very fun question. What is next from Maria? Oh, what is your all-time favorite book? Oh, oh my gosh. The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera. Oh, that is a great book. That is definitely my yeah. all-time favorite book. Yeah, it's a good mm. book. I don't know if it's my all-time. How do you how do you sum up an all-time favorite i mean that's hard i feel like it, it's changing a lot but like one that i do refer back to often and was especially helpful in the early days of acting and like wanting to make it and have some sort of balance of like of like motivation and 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 like um practical things and a touch of like spirituality and deep thinking was um the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak mm -hmm. Chopra. That was one that I just went back to again and like looked at different things and how to apply how to apply it. And um, yeah, I, I I dug that one and went back to it a lot. Right on. That is, that is a good one. I'm still. I couldn't say it's my I couldn't say it's my favorite favorite, but there's a book by Ian McEwan called Saturday, which I really loved, and that's sort of the first one that comes to mind when I think of it. But like, there's other books that I really love too. So I'm really bad at favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, you have one of your favorites. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, to one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Damn it, Maria! All time is so hard. Uh, it is yeah. so hard. Like I've got my bookshelf up there. I want to. I want to go and look and just choose something. <laughs> <laughs> go yeah. ahead. Go. <laughs> no, it's okay. I've got one. Uh, Hollywood by Charles Bukowski changed my life. Um, it's not one of his greatest books, but the way that he speaks as a writer, I was like, okay, that's cool. He hmm. speaks to the layman. He speaks to the to the average Joe. He's not for the fancy intellectual, which I love. If you three could just text me your book recommendations after this, so I can remember. I'm not going to write it down right now, but I'd love to read your some of your favorites. Sure. Thanks. Send it to the group chat. Yeah, put it in the put it in the coven. Damn. Nice. The coven nice. group chat. Very very. <laughs> Very good selections from all of you. Yeah, and Maria, thank you. Great question. I think we have time for one more. Let's see what we can roll out on. And this comes from Nadia. What did you love the most about your characters? Uh, for me, her, her shorty, her, like the way that she just jumped into things and made decisions. I, I, I loved like how confident she was about herself. I thought that was it was and I loved how inappropriate she was at times. Like that was a lot of fun to do things that you shouldn't really do. 
um, students, it was her unapologetic nature and sort of, I guess, not reckless abandon, but yeah, that she she just wasn't going to stand down to anyone. Um, or like, and even in the cases where she had to, it was always a fight. Like, so yeah, her, her unapologetic nature and just that she stood in herself um, and was making her own path. Yeah. Nice. I liked that Nick was like <clears throat> uh, able to kind of put whatever drama was going on aside if it was in in service of saving the world even though he was like kind of ill-intended for a bit there with Lucifer but he had come clean about it but I love that he was just like all right we're in love but like we gotta and I know it's hard right now but we gotta figure out like how to put a stop to the world ending essentially I kind of liked that there was a, there was a strength even through uh, his his moodiness his big sappy heart. <laughs> Very nice. For Lucifer was just the fun. He was just, <clears throat> just like, he never shied away from a good time. Um, <laughs> you know, when he was serious, you also got the feeling that he was still having fun. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's what it does. Nadia, great question. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, panelists, this has been an absolute delight. Any final words for our audience before we go? Love you. Truly. <laughs> uh, our fandom is like the, the best. I feel like there's such an incredible amount of loyalty and passion. Um, and like it's continuing on and on and you know, beyond the release of the show, it's just so incredible to get the support and like, um, you know, we see, we see the kind of love that you guys give us. And I mean, we're sending it right back too. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, it's just been such a great experience and interacting with people and the positivity. I really love that, that they're just, I, I just haven't gotten any kind of negative vibes from any of this. Everyone's always so involved and into it and like uplifting. So thank you. And lots of love back. And likewise, all the love to you guys. And thank you guys so much for the support. And to Miranda's point, like seriously, thank you for you guys all being so nice. Like I know one of the biggest things or one of the biggest fears I had of, with the industry was social media. And I've never seen anybody really like start coming at people on social media or, or be yeah. an aggressive. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I agree. This, the fandom has been so lovely, nice, supportive to this day. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you. A lot of gratitude for the fans. Awesome. And my last word, happy Juneteenth, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day tomorrow to everyone out there. Luke, yeah, happy, happy your happy day tomorrow. Father's Day. Thank you. You're a daddy. First one, wow. You're a daddy, Luke. <laughs> Damn. Let's, let's just hold on. Let's just, let's just see what he's up to. Let's have a peek, real quick. Hold on. Oh, he's he's flat out on his back. I don't know if he can. He's yeah, he's on his front. Sorry, no, he's just sucking his little Aww. fingers. Is that a sonogram? This thing gets great footage. great footage of everything. But he's not in a great spot right there. He's just sucking his fingers and. 
on his stomach. Sorry, it's not more interesting. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love the love in your eyes right now, just looking at that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I'll be out at night and then just bring that up and like, oh, look at him. <gasps> oh. It's pathetic. Here's a picture uh, of him. Here's a picture of him. Can you, are you, I'm, I want to make sure that you can. Yeah, there we go. It's, he's, okay. got, he's been eating dirt. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I love he's, he's inside all day, so you're going to take him out and like get him to eat dirt and things like that. Get him a bit <laughs> ground, grounded, you know? <laughs> uh, well, panelists, once again, thank you for joining us here on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. It's been my absolute honor to uh, serve you all here today. Uh, it's great to meet you. Great to meet your pets. Great to be seeing the images of your kids. And thank you to our audience for joining us today. Thank you for those great questions. Hope to see you all again soon. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care. And remember, smiles are free, so spend them often. <laughs>